What is up, mi gente? You are listening to Como La Flor with your girl, Flor. It's been a hot minute, like it has been the last probably four sessions. I am very excited to be in here today. So since earning my doctorate, I've been busy. I had the crazy idea of working on a project, and I think I mentioned working on a project a couple sessions ago, but I'd never said what it was. I was debating whether I wanted to put my actual name on this project, but after some time and considering other people's perspectives, I decided to just leap into it and put my actual name on it. So I have mentioned in one of the episodes early on this podcast how I found refuge in books. I've always loved reading novels, primarily fiction. My favorite series is the Harry Potter series. And I just really appreciate how writers use their art to create these realms where people like me have been able to find refuge and we find ourselves in characters. We have found ourselves welcomed and appreciated in these storylines that, like I said, can be fiction, but they still make us feel like we belong somewhere when maybe our reality isn't making us feel all that welcome. So my fiance, shout out to my fiance, had encouraged me a while ago to write my own book. And that gave me the courage to co-author the volume four of uh, Today's Inspired Young Latinas, which by the way, I still have copies. So if you want to buy one, let me know. It gave me the courage to co-author and that was fun. It was fun co-authoring. It was very humbling to know that there are people out there that wanted to purchase this book to read more about my life and the other co-authors' lives. So that experience gave me the inspiration to look into making my own publishing company. So I did. This is the part where I say that closed mouths don't get fed. After my experience of getting kicked out of NIU, that was like my biggest experience of failure, right? And for a long time, I was super embarrassed. But I think since that experience, I've always leaned into doing things with fear and my justification or the thing that I tell myself that gives me courage is what's the worst thing that could happen? You're going to fail or they're going to say no. And if you fail, then you'll just figure it out. If you still want to do that, you'll figure it out and you'll accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish. So in the episode that I did with Megan Tiscareno, where we were talking about parenting and she was sharing her experience with her parents and how she she grew up she mentioned that she had gone to school and studied English and she mentioned to me that she wanted to be a editor a book editor and I was like 
Hmm, interesting. So after we did that episode, I was still kind of like looking into how do people publish these books. And I just texted her randomly one day and I was like, hey, I remember you said you wanted to be an editor. Do you happen to know how people go about publishing? She sent me some information and I was like, okay, like this seems pretty doable. And I have someone that has an English major work with the population that I'm looking to serve, perhaps she'll be open to helping me edit. So I did the outreach for an anthology about suicide ideation. And I told myself, if I don't get anyone to submit for this book, then it is what it is. I'm not meant to do this publishing thing. But if I get at least one person to submit a story, then perhaps this is where I'm meant to be. And I don't know if I shared this, but this might sound similar to what I did with my master's. And I ended up getting, I believe I had seven people interested. And out of the seven, five actually followed through. So I am happy to announce that I am the owner and founder of Raices Books. And this is the first book. This is a debut novel. It's called Navigating the Rabbit Hole. This copy is obviously not for sale or not for resale, but it is available on Amazon now. And I'm proud of this book for various reasons. Number one, it was such a pain in the ass with the editing. When I tell you that I'm very hard on myself, I am even more hard on myself when it comes to other people's work, especially when it comes to stories that are of such a delicate manner. So this entire anthology is talking about people's experiences with suicide ideation, suicide attempts, how their families responded, where the feelings were stemming from. It's a lot of deep and intrusive work that went into this book. So me and Megan, because Megan ended up being the editor, we wanted to make sure that we were showcasing everyone's experience the way they intended to showcase it. So we were looking for, um, we wanted to make sure that it was legible, that it was very easy to read, and that we were... The way we were editing, we didn't want to edit it too much where we were changing the actual experience. So it was very difficult to balance, very complicated, but we got through it. I want to say it took at least six to eight months to get this whole thing situated. I created the cover. I asked for feedback from one of the co-authors of the book for feedback for the cover just to make sure that, you know, it looked nice. It was aesthetically pleasing. The other reason why I'm so proud of this book is because I want it to be mindful. I, I try to be very intentional about everything that I do. And I look into inter intersectionality. So I look into who I'm serving, especially when it comes to financial status, because I understand that even purchasing a book is a luxury for a lot of us. So I wanted to make this book as financially accessible as possible. Because 
I created this book to elevate the stories of the Latino community. And I recognize that a lot of us are in, a lot of my community is in like middle to low income um, situations. And a lot of the households are bilingual now. And this book was created to open up conversations because suicide ideation is very taboo still in, in my community. I made this book in English and in Spanish in the same book. So the first half, all of the stories, the foreword and everything is in English. And then the second half is in Spanish. So even translating the stories was complicated because Spanish isn't like English. English is pretty standard. Even if you go to a different country that speaks Spanish, the the accents might be different, but overall you can pretty much understand what you're saying to someone else. But the Spanish in the Spanish-speaking countries can be very different. If, for example, like I've mentioned, I'm half Guatemalan, half Mexican, some words in the Mexican Spanish do not mean the same thing as they do in the Guatemalan Spanish. And it gets even more different when you're talking about Puerto Rico, when you're talking about Ecuador, um, even Spain, like everything's very different. So translating it was difficult. I wanted to make it as legible in Spanish as possible. And some words just don't translate from English to Spanish. For example, trigger, I, I couldn't figure out how to say trigger in Spanish. Um, so even that, that's been a learning curve for me. But um, I made the book half Spanish, half English, so that households would only have to buy one book and they could share it, they can read it together and have conversations about it. I also added in some journal, some journal pages because as I mentioned, these stories are very, very triggering or they can be, they're heavy. So if the readers get triggered or maybe there's a word in there they don't understand or there was a question that they had for the author, they can write it down. Um, so yes, debut novel, I'm super proud of this. I, it was so much fun. And I feel very privileged to have worked with all of the co-authors in here. Everyone's got a very different story. Obviously, the overarching theme was a suicidization um, and the fact that it is taboo in our community. So I'm proud that this book is going to make folks feel uncomfortable. And I knew start going in that it was probably going to be banned in some countries or whatever, but like I told a couple of people that are close to me, um, what good book is not banned somewhere, you know? So a lot of things, a lot of things. Um, these past couple months have been very humbling. And especially yesterday, I launched the book on my social media accounts. And yesterday was also my abuelito's birthday. So it was a very culminating event, to say the least. Another humbling experience. So last week I decided to go to work with my fiance. As I've mentioned, he's a truck driver and he goes on these routes. They can be 
anywhere like super close within the city or they can be pretty far this time. I don't even remember where we went. Iowa, Wisconsin. I don't know. I think it was Iowa. But anyway, we drove through the route that I used to take when I would drive to NIU, where I went to undergrad. And as we got on that highway that I'm not going to mention because I don't even quite remember what exactly the route was. Um, I know how to get to places. I don't necessarily know the names of these expressways, which is fine. It was dark. You know, we left here, I think like at midnight or 1 a.m. And we're listening to music, talking, and we get on the road. And when I start seeing this was the road that I would take when I would go to campus or from campus, I couldn't help but to reminisce on the young person that I was back then. So back then it was like around 2008 um, to 2009. And then when I went back in 2011 and I'm just sitting there and even like the songs we were listening to were the same songs that I would listen to back then. And I'm just like, yo, that person, that version of myself that was driving the little van, I, had, I drove a van and I drove a Durango um, during that time. The things that I was focused on back then that were taking up so much of my, my mind, my thoughts, my emotions, like my passions and everything, I was so focused on just like seeking validation from others, finding my place in the world, and still healing from just all the bullshit I had faced that freshman year at NIU. And I was still, you know, trying to find who I was by myself. I never would have thought that at some point I would be driving that same road with a doctorate, owning two businesses, one of them having published my own book. I would have never fucking thought that, you know? And I'm just like, I'm not gonna judge. I did judge, I'm not gonna lie. I judged myself hard as hell at that moment. I'm like, girl, if you could have went back in time and told yourself, stop crying over, dude, stop feeling like you're a failure just because your parents don't understand how hard you're trying and stop being so hard on yourself for feeling the feelings because that shit was rough and you're going to go through more difficult things, but you're going to have the skills to overcome. You're going to have the audacity to think bigger. So stop being so hard on yourself. I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have believed myself. So I'm just like, all of this is crazy because I'd never thought, I just, I'd never thought. Undergrad, I was working like three different part-time jobs. I was working as a bartender, as a server for the Mexican restaurant in the town. I was a babysitter for one of the counselors at NIU and I was working at the Latino Resource Center as a federal work-study student, going to school full-time. I was playing soccer. 
I was in a sorority. It was just a lot that I was going through. And I was just so hyper-focused on surviving at the time and making sure that I wasn't going to get kicked out again. I didn't give myself enough credit to trust in myself that everything was going to be okay. And even recently, like I've mentioned before with my dissertation, I'm still not done with my dissertation, by the way. Well, I'm done. I just haven't finished editing it. I didn't trust myself as the expert until I had an epiphany during my defense that no one could tell me otherwise about my study because I'm the one that did it. I'm the expert. And that realization boosted my confidence so much. I think for a while I thought that this getting this doctorate was going to help me heal some of the, the scars that I had from getting kicked out and feeling less than academically with my intelligence. And right after I defended, I didn't feel like I was healed yet, but it's been what, like a month or two now. And being celebrated the way that I was, I just, I don't know. I, I reflect on that a lot. And I've noticed that my behavior has changed. And the way that I think about myself has changed. I'm not as scared about jumping into projects as I was. I just kind of lean in and go with the flow with a lot of things now. And even just working on, on this first book has gave me so many ideas for other books. And I think the piece that gets me even more excited, that kind of helps me feel fulfilled is that all of the ideas that I have for these books has everything to do with healing communities and not so much about me. I've been on this journey trying to find my place in the world where I can use my skills to work with communities and so that we can all heal, we can all win, we can all grow because we all deserve it. And I just couldn't find it. I got into higher ed for that and I just found myself trying to play the savior over and over again and we don't need we don't need no saving. I've gone through these journeys of failing and getting up again so I can develop skills so that I can work with people and that's what I've been trying to do and I just I never thought that working on a book would do that for me. But it has. So I'm super excited. This book is already available on Amazon. It's going to be available through the ebook option on Amazon. What is that? Kindle. So the Kindle version is a little different though because it doesn't have the journal pages. Only the physical copy does. But I'm very excited. I'm very proud of the co-authors because reminiscing on situations like this can re-traumatize. So I give them props for putting themselves in a situation to remember and remember in detail, in so much detail that they were able to write it down and do it knowing that maybe someone will judge them, but they did it anyway. 
And I'm proud that they were able to find community within themselves because having more than one co-author or more than one author created a community for them. That means that they're not going through this alone. And even experiencing all this and they're still on their healing journeys, the vast majority of them said that they wanted to share their story so that the readers that are going through something similar don't feel like they're alone. So that's how selfless this entire project has been. And that just, if this isn't fulfillment, I don't know what is. I'm, I'm just extremely proud. I'm probably more proud of this book than I am of my dissertation. But my dissertation's next. I'm, I'm on the editing stages for it. I'm going to have it published as well. My heart was just leading me to focus on this book first because we deserve it. We deserve it. We need it. We've Our community has been on survival mode since we started migrating to this country. There are so many stories that go untold. And I just want my community to feel like their stories deserve print. They deserve to be read. They deserve to be resonated with so that we even if it's in an intimate space that we feel like, one, we matter, our experiences are valuable, and that we can finally start the healing. It's not just about the grind. We deserve peace. So that's where I've been, mi gente. I've been busy. Your girl's been busy out here. Busy growing, busy healing, myself helping with the healing with la comunidad, and just seeing what I can do, how I can leave my imprint in this world in the meantime. And I appreciate everyone continuing to listen. And if you want to purchase the book, like I said, it's on Amazon. It's called Navigating the Rabbit Hole. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And obviously share, 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 please share, because you don't know who is out there trying to find a space where they belong. And if anything, this will provide that. So please hit me up, send me a message. I've gone through every single degree at this point. So if you also need some support with navigating the educational system, also reach out to me. I'm open for that as well. And I will post again soon. Muchas gracias. <laughs>